0: Welcome to Pardon the Intermission, a podcast that takes a look at movies, TV, and all things entertainment from the past, the present, and the future. Remember to subscribe and like the podcast and give a review. This helps out the podcast and is greatly appreciated. Now, on to the show. Yes, hey everyone, welcome
1: to Pardon the Intermission. I'm Eric. And I'm Jason. We hope you're all doing well out there. Absolutely. Glad to have you guys back with us for another edition of Pardon the Intermission, where we talk about movies, TV, pop culture, and a little bit of everything in between, don't we, Eric? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, speaking of uh, in between, uh, mm-hmm. and by the way, check out our socials, uh. Mm-hmm. T- uh t- Formally X. I, I'm gonna say formally X. It's Twitter. not X formally Twitter, Twitter. Twitter. it's formally Twitter F- X. I, it should
1: just stay Twitter, dang it.
0: Damn okay. you, Elon Musk. I'm just going I'm <laughs> just I'm just done with it. I'm gonna call it X. Just uh, call it X, man. Just
1: call it X. Yeah,
0: we're uh, uh PTI at PTI underscore podcast
1: and And on Facebook at Pardon the Intermission.
0: Dang it, man. That X formerly Twitter, formerly tweets, now they're X and Funny you mention that because Elon
1: Musk actually came out uh, earlier this week and it was announced where he had a meeting with shareholders and said that Twitter's average value has dropped down to $45 billion. What was it before that? Like hundreds of billions of dollars. Really? Hundreds of billions of
0: dollars. And it dropped to – why? Because he changed the name? Uh, I don't know. We can
1: only guess. <laughs> you know, it's
0: weird. Uh, you, know, you know, it is. I don't know that much about it. I don't yeah. know that much about what is going on with with him uh-huh. either. With with uh, X, but it's really weird because we all know. I mean, there's been talk that you know he wants to. He wanted to. Whether he wanted to really get this or not, he couldn't get out of it. Make it He's a paid subscription it. service. He too. wants to. Well, he wants to like have it an all in one app, right? Where you purchase yeah. things, you do all this and, and yeah. you do all that, mm-hmm. and as well as it be a social, you know, yeah. platform. Yeah. Um, but I don't know what the, what the heck is he doing with it. I mean, I understand he wanted his own name on it to brand it, but man, that was mm-hmm. like a terrible. I think it was terrible. I think you should have had X and then had Twitter be an offshoot of X. You know what I mean? It was like X was the big app and it just encompassed
1: everything. And then you had all these other pieces. Right. My literal take on it is this. Because Elon (laughs) is such a smart guy. And because he's been very good at his business with what he's done with just Tesla and alternative energy projects and whatnot. I literally think, and this is just my opinion, that when he bought Twitter, he literally thought to himself, okay, I'm just going to be able to come in without a game plan and just flip the script and turn this thing upside Mm. down without having to even think about it because he is such a smart guy and because he is so narcissistic. He doesn't literally think about... Getting into avenues that he is not familiar with. Eric, I don't care how smart the guy is. He knows exactly buckets about social media and how it works.
0: Well, no, he does know a lot about social media. Now, whether he he posts himself or whether he has someone who does it, you know, but I mean, there's obviously, I mean, a lot of his posts. He has
1: people that do it for
0: him a lot of his yeah. posts uh, have basically drummed up a lot of controversy over the years but yep. the guy is good here i i think he's a facilitator he's very good at basically saying okay i've got this thing <clears throat> and i'm going to hire the best people to help me sure. make the most out of it yeah. um but you know the problem with twitter is i think he's facing though you know people have used that platform for free mm. And where and how did it get its money? A lot of who knows. There's a lot of theories out there. But anyway, right. um, he's facing it now, where those those sources have dried up for for Twitter, for the old Twitter, and that's where yeah. he has to come yeah. in now and make the money. Like you're saying, if it's lost that much value, and I understand why he's trying to go to a subscription, but then he's he's uh, kind of butting heads with all the people that have used it now for free all this right. time. I mean, would you? I mean, okay, here's the deal. I'll be yeah. honest with you, folks out there. If Twitter was a paid service. Uh, we probably wouldn't be using it. Nope, no and, way. And I'll be honest no with you. Way. And and the reason why <laughs> is just because I mean, listen, we're 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 small time here. Right. We're, you could say that we're a keystone operation right
1: now. <laughs> right now we're a keystone operation, but folks, hey, we're getting better. We're, I we're, well,
0: yeah, we want to grow, too, just like Elon's yeah. growing his businesses. We want to grow this podcast as yeah. well. And thank you guys for listening and helping us do that. But what I'm saying, though, is that, you know, it's not like we can afford to be having all these payments to all these services to use them to post on right exactly so we would have to do for us what would be a smart thing and look for the free avenues mm-hmm. to get to get our uh, uh show out there exactly exactly you know, get the information out there so i don't know there'll be a lot of people would be very upset and i what do you think you think he would lose a uh, majority of the
1: twitter users ex users at least 60 percent of his users yeah that's just oh, I think my easy. take yeah. probably more than that uh, I'm, but I've always been a bad guesser. So well, and, and the on one that. thing
0: I don't like about it, like in the old Twitter, I mean, this is just for me and this is just and and I don't really know all the ins and outs and algorithm <laughs> stuff as far as Twitter goes, right? I'm sure. not a Twitter uh, mm-hmm. ex-marketing <clears throat> genius over here but uh, by any means. But, you know, it's just like even now when I make a post, I have to be very careful because if you make a mistake on that post mm-hmm. because you don't have a paid version of it or you're not a blue check certified person, you can't edit your own post. You have to Erase, erase it, it delete completely. it yeah erase it completely mm-hmm. and then repost yeah you know so that i mean you know even just that little change right there has caused a lot of issues because i'm yeah, I, I have made a lot of mistakes and i'm all oh man and, and you have so many impressions and now i gotta delete it and try it's like oh my
1: god and i've been a twitter user for more than 10 years first got my account when i was in college back in 2009 and um Yeah, I can tell you it was a lot easier to just edit your tweets after they were posted rather than having to delete them and take them all down and create a whole new one from scratch. So that may seem like a minor inconvenience on the surface, but deep down inside... That's considered a major inconvenience for a lot of longtime Twitter users, and that's just one thing that that changed. I mean, can you yeah. imagine if if they did
0: that to where you had to pay to be able to? Which a lot of services are like that. I mean, a lot of yeah. apps on your phone they're free, sure, yeah. And then if you want, you know, the premium version where you get to do all mm-hmm. the neat stuff, right, right, that's going to cost you, obviously. But yeah, yep. so I don't know, man. It's but it is what it is. We'll keep using it until uh, until we can't keep using it. Right? Uh, that's right, absolutely. Hey, uh, we're gonna shift here. We got some uh, bad news, everybody knows about this news I mean it's been all over um, Matthew Perry of course passed away yeah uh, about a, as a recording of the show probably about a week ago. about a week ago almost yeah. a week ago yeah so apparently <clears throat> all we know which I'm sure you out there listening have heard too is that he uh, they're they're saying supposedly drowned I don't know what that means it's like you think you would know <clears throat> if a person drowned or didn't but they're saying supposedly drowned. So maybe the the uh, uh, autopsy mm. results aren't official yet. I don't know why the, why the why the the report or the reports that are coming out are stating that. But anyway,
1: they're waiting for the autopsy to be released because they're still waiting on results from toxicology reports. Mm. They wanted to check his blood uh, levels to make sure that he was not intoxicated either with drugs or alcohol. And until all of that information comes out, then they can't release then the results of the autopsy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and
0: it probably has a lot to do with insurance <coughs> reasons too. That too, I mean, they can't. Yep. If they were to state specifically, he drowned, then it would, you know.
1: Oh, absolutely. And I'm sure his his family have something to do with that, too. Maybe they don't want the information released right away either. So who knows?
0: But going back to, uh, um, you know, the story today was uh, in Hollywood Life. And they're talking about uh, actually today, uh, I guess, apparently he had a service uh, where uh, his Mm -hmm. friends co-stars came. Yeah. And uh, had some family there and some other friends and stuff were there, too. Yeah um but yeah you know going back to it very sad i mean uh kind of a shocker right very much a shocker. i mean we knew the guy had a lot you know he did have a lot Mm -hmm. of issues and problems with the drug and alcohol abuse yeah over the years Mm -hmm. and but he just came out with that book as a matter of fact my wife read it (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know and uh it seemed like he was kind of on the road to recovery you know i guess you're always recovering as an addict but oh yeah definitely um you never fully recovered but um you know he he was on the on the right track
1: here. So yeah, it was very, it was it was a shocker. What what did you think when you heard the news? I was stunned. Yeah. I, I I literally was stunned. And, I, and look, I mean, we're all human beings. We know that we're born, we live, and we die. All right. That. But the reason why it made it so stunning was just because uh, I guess. Of the timing, I guess it was Mm. like it just happened, seemed like it just happened all of a sudden. It's not, and most celebrity deaths kind of happen all of a sudden anyway. But another, for me, that's what made it so stunning. But then also because he was only 54 years old. Yeah. Only 54. And he still had a lot of life to live. And like you mentioned, he was a recovering addict. So I would imagine that his body had been trying to cope with just years of systematic abuse as Mm -hmm. a result of drugs and alcohol. Maybe it was cardiac-related. I don't know. But I'm sure that a lot of the previous uh, drug and alcohol abuse that he infused on his body – um, probably factored into him passing away so early. Yeah. Just a guess. I'm not a doctor, so well, I don't know.
0: And, and and I don't know what his recovery was like. I mean, if he was using, a lot of times, you know, they'll substitute methadone and stuff if he was using yeah. uh, opiates or, or a, a heroin, right? I mean, yep, so absolutely. that and, and even if, uh, you know, that could still counteract, even with the prescription medication that can counteract yeah. with that and, you know, and you could have an issue and that, I mean, it could have been an accidental thing yeah, uh, that happened there. Yeah, but, it could have been a number of things. Uh, yeah, it is it is kind of a shocker um, you know yeah I, I don't know what else to say I wish his family you know well um, yeah, I guess he really did. didn't I as far as I know he didn't have uh, any kids or anything right
1: no not to my knowledge and he was also a very guarded private person mm-hmm. uh, in fact he really tried to stay away from the celebrity spotlight as much as possible even though he always found a way to get back in it somehow but yeah Eric he was a very private person there He's not like a lot of celebrities where their lives are splashed on all of the, the tabloids like, like TMZ and on yeah. social media. He was very guarded, very uh, soft-spoken. And again, no one knew a lot about his private life, and he liked it that way. He didn't want the fame that he had accumulated for all those years on Friends trickling over into his relationship with his family. And, so, mm. and I respected him for that. I really did. And the one thing I respected him too is that uh, he came out with a quote a few years ago and while I don't remember it verbatim, uh, he said, look, I because of his some of his philanthropy he was involved in, he said, look, I'm glad that my time spent on Friends was a great career choice for me, and I'm glad it brought so much joy to so many people out there. But he said, and this is a part of the quote that I remember the most, Eric, he mm. said, I hope that when I die, my legacy is remembered not for being on Friends but remembered more for what I try to do for other people, especially those recovering from drug and alcohol abuse. And that to me just, I mean, Eric, my heart just went boom and right down to the bottom of my stomach because that said spoke that speaks volumes as to what kind of person he really was. And he really did not care about his success on friends or fame or money or anything else. Hmm. He cared about just being a regular individual guy who just wanted a regular life. Well,
0: I, I'll tell you, that, that that's actually the <clears> one, <throat> I guess, if, I wouldn't even say bright spot, but at least the one thing that did go right in this yeah. whole scenario was the fact that he got that book out, mm-hmm. and yeah. I mean, yeah. it's been out for a little while now, but at least he was able to tell his story, because I know a lot of people mm-hmm. would probably have questions. If this just happened, yeah. they would be like, oh you know, but at least with the book he was able to, to tell his story and get it out there, because like you're saying, he's so proud. It and yeah. and we don't really know there's a lot of people that want right. it you know there's a lot of rumors that get thrown around I mean he, in general and there will be with this anyway but I oh mean, yeah yeah uh but the fact that he was able to speak in his own words in a book is is uh, at least you know for his fans uh, a little comforting and yeah. you know my my wife and daughter are both huge friends uh, fans they i mean are. They, yeah yes you know it too are. every time you come over they're watching i mean you know they're watching friends or full house <laughs> one of the two yeah yeah well uh, yeah full house my daughter's on full house right now well and right. then she was she was on fuller house and then she went to full house so she's watching the 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 new latest version and then went back to the original
1: interesting yeah okay. but okay sorry but to get off track but yeah.
0: but going back to friends you know uh, and I've seen episodes like I, I watched it and it was, it was good, but I wasn't watching it all the time. But because they're watching it, you know, I got I kind of just inadvertently saw it right. Mm-hmm. And uh, my point here is that you know, you could see that uh, through the years of different seasons, how he changed. You know, it's like he was yeah. kind of regular looking. I'm talking about the way he looked, and then all of a sudden he like lost a ton of weight, yeah, and he you did. knew something wasn't right, and then all of a sudden he ballooned up, you know, so yeah, and I think too, he had some health issues as well that he was dealing with. So it was kind of like this thing sure. where, you know, you have the health mm-hmm. issues and you kind of get addicted to the painkiller type stuff. And mm-hmm. then, you know, and then it's this whole yo-yo effect, you know, of trying to, it so is. Yeah, yeah, very tragic. Um, anyway, um, yeah, it, uh, you know, we'll never have another we'll
1: never have a friends reunion now another friends reunion no we unfortunately. won't unfortunately yeah but, uh, but anyway and just one last thing too about Matthew Perry he Go also ahead. had a he had a pretty good career outside of friends too he was in some pretty good movies he was in one of my favorite comedies which is called the whole nine yards with uh, Bruce Willis and Kevin Pollock, where he plays a dentist of a mobster mm. portrayed by Bruce oh, Willis yeah. named Jimmy the Tulip Tedesky. about that remember that Jimmy yeah. the Tulip Tedeschi it's actually Amanda Peet is in it also it's it's a good little comedy it's kind of gone under the radar for a long time. Right. but right.
0: You're right. I totally yeah. forgot about that movie.
1: The, the Whole Nine Yards. So yeah, it's, uh, and there was a sequel that came out too called The Whole Ten Yards and also Michael Clark Duncan was in it who played John Coffee. in was The Green Mile. the same,
0: same characters came in on this one too, The Whole Ten Yards. Yeah, was exactly. Perry in it again? Okay, yeah, yeah, it was.
1: So yeah, but yeah, The Whole Nine Yards he was in that. He was also in another movie called Fool's Rush uh, Yeah, Fool's Rush In, Selma Hayek. Salma I remember Hyatt. that one. Yeah, yeah, so he had a pretty good uh, that was a solid kinda, film career too. I was going
0: to say that was kind of at, at, at his friend's <clears throat> height, uh, peak, right? It of was. Fame. You know, it's kind of like when Friends was yep. like, that's usually what happens when a lot, of yeah. these, a lot of these, a lot of the Friends, I remember David Schrummer had a movie out and he never really had right? a career after Friends, I don't think, but he had Duh. one out where he was, uh, I think uh, something about a funeral. I can't remember, but I just remember something about a right. funeral and something happened there. Right. Uh, Jennifer Aniston's had a pretty good gre- uh, career. Courtney Cox has had a good career. Yep. Lisa Kudrow, not not. I mean, she had uh, was that mm-hmm. Romy and Michelle? She
1: was at Romy and Michelle's high school reunion, and that was about it, right? That was about it. I don't. I've remember seen her, her in
0: stuff though. She's she's yeah. been you know she has made appearances. She's yeah. acted in things, but not not been a headliner. No, but yeah. Anyway, a lot of these guys got you know at the peak. I was just saying at the peak of their height you know height. Mm-hmm. On Friends, they uh, they ended up uh, yeah. getting getting some movies and stuff. And he did, he had some good movies. Yeah, yeah I, I liked his style. He kind of acted the same way, he was kind of chandler and everything. He was but, but it worked, you know, for he those had, roles.
1: He had really great comedic timing in yeah, that, that series. You know, you're right. He really did. Had great comedic timing, and that's the key to doing comedy, yeah. is you have to have the timing. If you and it's something I think that you just naturally have to have, you can't learn it. Yeah. That's just my opinion. Yeah.
0: He 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 was kind of like a uh, a knock. I would say the closest to me would be he was kind of like a Chevy Chase. There you go. Yeah. He he was very deadpan but he did. He had that that the reaction ti- and reaction timing and also right. the comedic timing to mm-hmm. really just pull uh, pull
1: these rolls off. So right. yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: And just one, one last really one sure. last tidbit. I really like the episode. My favorite one of my friends favorite. My favorite friends episodes is where uh, Joey is working in Las Vegas at one of the hotel casinos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, and, yeah, yeah. Caesar's palace. Caesar's palace. And yeah. they go there to make a surprise visit to see him. And then when they show up, they see Joey wearing the uh, wearing the, the Trojan outfit. Yeah. And then Matthew Perry leans over to him and says, love your condoms. <laughs> 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 just rather nondescript. I forgot out him that yeah he that. looks over and says love your condoms i'm just like yes so oh man that's one of my favorite episodes yeah. so there you go last tidbit on Matthew. well perry I, I'll, I'll do one i'll do one more on you and this
0: one's kind of a sad thing sure my, my wife came in and, and she yeah. was tears in her eyes and she goes you know somebody had just posted uh mm-hmm. you know how they would always do the shows the one with this or the one, one with, with that, that. and the they one said with the, the dog the, yeah and yeah. then she said the one where matthew perry uh, dies and i was oh. like Aw. oh oh yeah. Man. So anyway, yeah, yeah, it's, it's really sad, but uh, it is, it is, yeah, yeah. Um,
1: so rest in peace, Matthew. Rest thank, in peace. Thank th- you, yeah, thank yeah, you th- for all
0: the, you know, the good, uh, yeah. the good laughs, the good times. Thank I mean, you so much. Heaven,
1: Conno heaven, controls. heaven truly has a good friend now.
0: Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. good way to put it. Yeah. Hey, uh, we're gonna uh, move on here. Speaking of friends, we're gonna
1: pivot, pivot, pivot. Hashtag, hashtag pivot. <laughs> let's cheer to, it up uh, here a
0: little bit. To this, well, cheer it up. We're gonna try. talk about
1: the strike. <laughs> oh, where's the button there? Uh, it. See, is it this one? yeah no, no not that one, one. that one there we go
0: there we go Ah, I gotta ah. got put names on these buttons so I know which is which. Yeah, All right. right. Okay, we got, what is it? C.
1: C is the wow wah C is the wah-wah-wah. Yeah, okay, D
0: is the it. drum roll. D, okay, drum roll, get D- it? There you go, I got yeah. it. Okay.
1: I got it, Eric. I- there we go. What did we think of that <laughs> There we go. Oh my gosh. We're
0: only taking how many shows? 98. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, we're pushing on it. What are we gonna do for a 100th show? We have to discuss that off mic later. Yeah, we will, we, we will. will. We we will. Have stay to, tuned. happy big hundred show. Right. Stay tuned. show celebration. Um okay so here we are SAG after updates uh as yeah. of as of today which is the uh, 3rd of November when we're recording this remember, show remember remember yes yeah, so we've had 113 days of uh picketing here from the uh, actors and um i guess Man. the update is uh there's really nothing going on <laughs> they're still striking that's about it we don't know um i know Fran Drescher came out and said that she is uh waiting on the studios to uh, come out and uh, uh, talk to her and negotiate. And that's about it. So there we are.
1: Anything to add to that? Uh, you know, yeah. Here's what I have to add to that. Sure, there's absolutely nothing going on with the SAG after talks.
0: Yep, that's nothing
1: it. whatsoever. It's about as stale as French bread on top of a refrigerator. Well, I think we talked about it that they were going to say
0: um they were going to hold off. Was it last week that if they mm-hmm. didn't come to a conclusion last week, they're going to wait till the next year? So I don't yes. know if the studios are yes. really holding to that because it sounds like you know Fran Drescher is trying to be like, hey, you know, we we need to talk. Let's get back in here. Let's get this done. We want to get going, um, but uh, studios are silent right now.
1: They are. Get it done. I don't want Dune Part 2 pushed back another oh four my months. Gosh. What'd get you, it done. What did you say? in March is coming out now? March 2024. Wow. And it was supposed to come out last weekend. Well, it's supposed to come out with the Marvels. Marvels, yes. The same I'm time, sorry. Same so, time as the Marvels. And but Marvels is coming out this weekend. This weekend. Next weekend, I think. I'm sorry. The 10th is when it comes okay. out. Okay.
0: Well, maybe Dune was right before, but anyway, it was maybe. right around the time, but I, right, I think, right. uh, yeah, it was probably a good idea, mm-hmm. um, and actually, I don't know, I think, I think Dune would have uh, kicked a butt on the Marvels anyway. Oh, easily,
1: I'm not going to go see the Marvels. Yeah, <laughs> it's
0: not getting a lot of good press. It's getting deadpanned right now. Yeah. That's not good, that's no. not good. Did you, did you, let me ask you this, Yeah, we really haven't talked about it on this show, yeah. did you watch uh, <laughs> Secret Invasion?
1: Oh, Eric! Secret Invasion totally lost me about halfway through the first episode. You you stuck halfway through? I I couldn't bear any more of it. I, it I watched.
0: Just, I'm gonna say I watched one episode.
1: The, I watched and the, I was done. I watched the premiere and I was done. Really? It, it just it did it just didn't sit with me, and yeah. it was just like okay. I, first of all, the Scrolls were really cool characters in the comic books. Okay. And I don't know if I didn't like it because I was expecting to see more of the Scrolls, but I, it just. Yeah, it just didn't do anything for me, and it's and incidentally, it kind of goes into a story we're going to discuss later, hopefully, about a lot of problems in the MCU right now. Hint, yeah. hint, hint. But getting back to back to uh, Secret Invasion, um, if that's supposed to be kind of a tie-in and a lead-in to one of the next upcoming Avengers movies, which is going to be Secret Wars. Holy Lord, I hope they have something better lined up for a segue into Secret Wars, because, or, yeah, Secret Wars, because, Eric, Secret Invasion, it was about as, oh, man, no flavor, no context, just no interest yeah. whatsoever. I'm like, come on, Samuel L. Jackson, you're a producer on this thing, man. Think of something better. Was he really? He was one of the producers, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. That, uh, wow. That's, I, not, I, good. That's no, not good. That's <laughs> not No, it's not good, it's, and for, especially for me, for a, a, well, a well-noted nerd here. Disney yeah. has totally screwed themselves because
0: uh, I was going to say they screwed the pooch, but I guess uh, cover your kids' ears—they screwed the mouse
1: they because s- big time. It,
0: here's the deal: if if you have to watch all these shows to keep up with the movies that come out, you know, because that's what they're trying to do, right? They're trying to incorporate all these shows, and <laughs> yeah. you have to watch the show, and then you'll know what's going on in the movie, and then yeah. back to the show, and this bouncing around—it all ties to everything. People are, if people give up on the shows, they're going to be screwed. The movies, I mean, because exactly. they don't want they don't want to have to watch all this crappy content. Just to go to a movie and enjoy it, right? Exactly. They had they had the one the Golden Goose, which was you know what? Let's just okay. Let's talk about it now. Sure. Uh, They had the Golden Goose, which was uh, basically the uh, Marvel phase. What was that phase one? I don't know. Phase one is that phase one? That whole
1: thing was phase one all the way to Thanos. Well, no, all the way to Thanos was was phase one and phase two and then parts of phase three. So, yeah, the way for those of you who don't know, the way the MCU is broken up is they've released all of their television and cinematic adventures in phases because it's such an expansive universe from the comics that they had to do it that way, which made a lot of sense. So like the original Captain America, Thor, Iron Man and um. Uh, uh, So, yeah, the original Iron Man, Thor, Captain America films, those were part of phase one. Phase two included some of the sequels. The Avengers films didn't the second uh, the second and third Avengers films Endgame and Infinity War were part of the ending of Phase three. Okay, and so now what we're in right now is Phase four, which includes more of the streaming shows on Disney Plus like Loki and uh, and Secret Invasion, mm. and also uh, you can include Hawkeye on there as well, and yeah. then a couple of other series as well. But yeah, and that's that's really been the hardest selling point of Phase four is trying to. Uh, incorporate those streaming series into that but still make it interesting enough for the viewers but the problem is is that we're just seeing storylines that the characters are connected, but the stories aren't really connected to what's coming up down the road here for part mm. of their phase five project.
0: Or, or they have characters that, that may be going to court or jail and they have to fire that them. too.
1: And then <laughs> phase four has also included some of the later sequels as well, like the third Ant-Man film, the second black Panther film. Uh, we've also seen the fourth Thor film, love and thunder. That's been part of phase four. Mm. And so phase five is coming up where we're going to see two other event, three other Avengers movies, uh, more Spider-Man movies, and wow. so yeah, it's gonna get bigger, and they're not slowing down. I'm not. Here.
0: I'm not. Ex- I'm, I'll tell you this: I'm not excited about the Spider-Man movies, and it's not because I don't think they're good. I just think if if they try to, uh, they may. Push too many out there, you know what I mean. Sometimes yeah. too much of a good thing is, is bad not thing. is a bad thing. Is not mm-hmm. a good thing. Right. Um, let me ask you this real quick before we yeah. talk about the story, though. Uh, what do you think so far of Loki? Have you are you kept are you up on? I haven't watched myself the last episode okay. last last night Thursday. Right. I didn't watch it. Yeah. But have you? Did you watch
1: it yet? So I've seen the first two episodes two uh, or three i think
0: there's three right
1: uh three yeah i'm sorry yeah so yeah i've seen the first three episodes right now and i would say this that it's not really ter- it's, it's not terrible I see what they're doing with this, which is which is interesting. And plus, I'm sticking with it because I like Tom Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston fan. I think he's a yeah. fabulous actor in everything that he does. And Loki, to me, Loki was one of the most interesting <coughs>
0: characters. Uh, yeah. E- even even going back to Thor, I mean, just you know, starting from Thor
1: and going all mm-hmm. through the movies. Yeah, he was. He definitely and still is. And so, uh, even though it hasn't been fantastic, I would say if we were to compare it to some of the other series, like say Hawkeye, or if we were going to compare it to Secret Invasion. On a scale of one to ten, it's about a seven. While those others are about mm. a three or a four. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I think what,
0: what's happening for me and Loki <clears throat> is is getting hard to keep up now. You know, this. <clears throat> I think that's what. I, I don't know if it's just me. I don't think it is just me though. Uh, I'm suspecting a lot of people are that way. This whole multiverse thing is getting kind of wacky. It
1: is that, and,
0: and, and it's supposed to be wacky. And, and well, and that's the thing. It's like, but the rules. The thing is, is that the rules mm-hmm. seem to kind of change, and then there's so many rules with it. You yeah. know. And then they're you know I don't mind them introducing the new characters but uh, what did you okay let me ask you this what did you yeah. think of the uh, the the uh, Kane character the Kang variant in in this one um, well he's not in it anymore but right right uh, but he was you know the old timey I don't know what what his name was uh, he had a different name right uh yeah crud I just yeah I couldn't I can't remember but anyway on the tip of my tongue I'm yeah. sorry. But anyway, what, what did you
1: think of that character? I didn't mind it. Yeah. You know, because that the reason why is because that's what the different versions of Kang are supposed to be. Yeah. You have uh, one that goes all the way back in, you know, ancient history, and then you have one that goes back to, you know, 18th century Earth or whatever. So, yeah, I mean, the different time variants of Kang represent different parts of his personality, represent different parts of his power as well. And so, uh, yeah, I hadn't... And look, was it a little bit cheesy and over the top at times? Yeah, sure it was. Yeah. But still, that's what that's particular version of King was supposed to be, mm-hmm. so I really had no problem okay. with it, yeah. Yeah, I, I think the reason I just bring up Loki
0: is I'm, it's just kind of getting, I kind of think they're, I, I see where they're going with this whole multiverse, and this ties into the story that we have right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead and let us know what's going on here. Um, yeah. So, basically what I'm saying is the multiverse now is going to reopen, that mm-hmm. maybe Disney is using this, in, in like, this is going to be, let's pull the fire alarm and we have to run out of the building, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, Break glass in case of emergency. Yeah, break glass in case of emergency. That's a better way to put it. Yeah, <laughs> right. And, and they may pull out. Who, who are they? Who's behind the glass, and who may they pull out here if if they needed to?
1: Oh my lord! So, in a report from Variety magazine, there are a lot of rumors coming around that we are going to see the original Avengers cast team back up for a new movie. Terrible idea. Terrible idea. Well, in a way, I'll let you know that here about my opinion in just a minute. Yeah. Now, according to this Variety, variety report. This would include bringing back Robert Downey Jr.'s Tony Stark slash Iron Man. We know what happened to him at the end of Infinity, yeah. at the end of Endgame. And also bringing back Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow, despite their deaths. Basically,
0: everybody that died uh, Basically everybody in, in Endgame. Also bringing back... Uh, uh, Captain America, Steve Rogers would be And bringing back Vision. Bringing back Vision as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah, now this is a... Now, the reason why they want to do this is because... The MCU has taken a giant nosedive down into the, I don't want to say the ratings uh, battle here, but they have really tanked in terms of uh, appeal and uh, financial. They've they've lost the fan base. They've lost the fan base. Seriously. I mean, that's what they have. And so what they're doing right now is they're banking on the biggest meal ticket they had, which was Avengers, still one of the highest ranking movies that ever came out. Mm. And they're they're trying now, this, Eric, this to me feels like a last ditch, last grasp of air effort here. For them to try and recoup a lot of their losses, draw more interest back into the MCU, sure. while at the same time having this fit in with the multiverse. Because they've taken they've gone to so many painstaking efforts to establish the multiverse, we've seen how crazy it is with the second Doctor Strange movie. And we've seen how crazy it is with uh, the, uh, the Scarlet Witch series, of uh, WandaVision. So we've seen how the multiverse has gone left and right and up and down and twisted sideways and whatnot. Yeah. This actually makes a lot of sense. Because with the multiverse being what it is, you can bring back these original characters, even the ones that died off by going into different points in the multiverse and saving them or finding a way to make, hopefully, a plausible story here that would bring them back in the fold somehow. So it makes sense. But still, I mean, this is to me is Marvel trying to ice skate uphill here. I, not,
0: I agree with you. Yeah, I, think, I don't know. I mean, I understand. I understand the idea of why they would want to bring them back because they were yeah. very liked and lovable characters, and yeah. I mean yeah. that's who the fans tied into. And I, I but I yeah. think I think they're they're still thinking of it wrong. They're thinking that if they bring back, if you build Iron Man, they will come. Right. You know, I think they're thinking that that everybody's going to come back if you just throw. This is the problem with Disney. They they keep they have this IP and they just throw it at people, uh-huh. expecting them to us people expecting us to just uh basically throw dollars back at them and it's not working because the deal is it's the quality of the product and they cannot seem to get that through the disney skull here it Mm -hmm. is it is has nothing to do by the time they bring robert Downey, i think it'll bring some people in because they'll be interested and other people just won't care Yeah, that that were fans at one time and that loved the movies and because they know what the thing is, they can see what Disney's doing. That's the thing. They know what they're doing. It's just basically clickbait at this point. You know, Um, it's a terrible I I think ultimately it's a terrible idea. I don't think Mm -hmm. first off, how could they even afford it? I mean, I'm looking right here and it's saying that, you know, it's kind of just saying that uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s salary for was an Iron Man 3 Iron Man 3 alone was 25 million 25 million Now you're talking about mm-hmm. a, a company who has wasted how much I mean think about this they're doing Snow White mm-hmm. but now now because of all the backlash supposedly they're mm-hmm they're getting rid of the, the seven cool people, mm-hmm. <laughs> the seven, what what did we call them before? The, I can't remember. The
1: seven politically correct dwarves. <laughs>
0: seven politically correct the men.
1: seven politically correct dwarves. Yeah, the seven politically <laughs> correct uh, dwarves. People, persons, I don't know. what Small they, respected people. And,
0: well, they weren't even small, and then now <laughs> right. they're supposedly replacing them with animated or uh, 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 versions. Digitally enhanced. Digitally versions. enhanced versions yeah. of, of going back to the dwarves. Here's the point on all that is this. Yeah. They're wasting too much money now this the, probably snow white will be four five hundred million mm-hmm. they'll have into that thing and they'll never recoup that money so going back to the story here if they pay 25 million for robert downey what are they going to pay for black widow right. uh they're gonna have to pay her scarlett johansson the same thing then they bring in thor he's gonna want the same thing. that's a they're, they're
1: gonna pay 100 150 million just in actors and for downey for downey jr alone in iron man 3 that's a quarter of a billion dollars man yeah I mean, $25 And then not only that, but you have to also factor in the percentage of box office earnings that each actor was entitled to earn from compensation. So residuals factor in there. And now with Disney Plus and
0: their streaming problems, I mean, I I think this is just a lose-lose situation. There is no way. There's no way this is going to work. I think they need to just cut. Right now, they need to cut everything. They need to just cut it off and just start fresh. And I'm talking even probably with brand new writers. they need they need mm-hmm. a whole new team and a new vision on this thing. yeah. and then, and the new vision maybe is they need to actually bring in people that loved these characters and are not just looking at the bottom line. And and yeah. and get get kind of a renewed sense of what the original stories, the original feel of Marvel was in the Marvel comics. And then you yeah. can give us the new characters, but give us that original feel with the new characters.
1: Yeah, and you know, Kevin Feige is still the head of the MCU, but when it comes to the bottom dollar, as far as, you know, who approves the stories and who signs the checks that pay for the production of the films, that's obviously Disney. And yeah. so Kevin Feige can't so much as toss a Tootsie Roll rapper past Disney's way unless he gets their approval for it you know so I mean it's from a creative standpoint i mean, and look from a creative standpoint Feige did it well as head of the MCU and MCU there have been some wonderful films in the MCU no one will tell you there aren't but there's also been a lot of stinkers more recently rather than previously so that's where they got to figure out how to clean up the rubble are they going to sweep it under the rug or are they going to try to basically build Humpty Dumpty back up here and put them back on the brick wall
0: it also goes back to my theory that you know it's just they've diluted it too much you know they have too many projects going on when you have a Marvel universe and like let's say say if you're Kevin Feige and you're like okay listen I've got I've got these characters right these handful of characters that I'm working with and I got to do a movie for each and I'm going to put them all in one movie you know you can kind of combine all these resources and put out a good product but when you have all these tv shows now going yeah. of which a bunch of they canceled and then yeah. you have uh, uh, a ton of other uh, uh movies coming up and it's like yeah it's all it's all diluted it, the problem too with disney is that they're spending way too stinking much money and i don't know if they can get away from it i mean they may crash and burn and i'll be very upset <sighs> if they do as a company but they're spending way too much money on this stuff on the content it, it's no. way this out of control and they're not getting a return for it
1: no, they sure aren't. The old, the old saying, "biggest bang for our buck." Well, they're not getting the biggest bang for their buck.
0: Yeah, and so. I know
1: it's kind of apples and oranges, but when you have like
0: a movie like Sound of Freedom, and I can't remember, but it has a very low what what was it to make it like, like seven, million, 7 million, million or some, some very least. very low budget, budget to make yeah. that. And that thing made... Uh,
1: out-earned more than some of the other big films that came out this summer, you know. And I think it even
0: out-earned uh, the Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. It did. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, so that just goes to show you, I mean, I think the big the big budget uh, uh, films are kind of out, out to, to pasture nowadays. They're going to have to learn how to do things very cheaply. And I don't know if they can. So
1: yeah, it's it's going to be tough. It'll be interesting to see how they handle this and where they go from here.
0: Well, on that happy note, let's also keeping with the friends theme. Let's pivot to uh, pivot, pivot pivot to pivot, pivot. Uh, the new. Echo Show coming on Disney Plus. Oh my Lanta. So actually today uh there is a trailer that was out for uh there's a new series called Echo, which if you yep. guys don't know who Echo was, she was the character in uh, oh my gosh, I lost it. What was she in? Oh, she was in Hawkeye.
1: Hawkeye, yeah. She was
0: introduced in Hawkeye. Now, apparently she's part of this, uh, not on, on per, was she part? I don't think she was actually working for the crime family, but her father was. Her right? father was, yeah. And uh, this is also when uh,
1: we get introduced to Kingpin. Wilson Fisk. Well, yeah. we, we officially got introduced to him in the Daredevil series that, was, that aired on Netflix oh, a few years okay. ago. Yeah, I so never watched may, that. He, I don't know. Well, yeah. actually, the Daredevil That's series. That's the same character. It's the same actor? Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio yeah yeah wow. yeah he plays Wilson Fisk and let me tell you the Daredevil series when it first came out on uh Netflix man first season was bomb it really it was extremely violent but it was good was it uh let me ask you this it was not a disney product right they had no at that time no it was not a disney product interesting yeah in fact uh yeah so daredevil was also based off of a marvel comic book in fact in the 70s marvel kind of um kind of deviated from the norm with their superhero comics and went in a different direction where they came up with some characters like jessica jones Mm. the punisher and uh daredevil And they weren't necessarily superheroes in the traditional sense. They represented characters that at that time in our country's history was a very violent, turbulent time socially. Crime rates were extremely high. Mm. Violent crime rates were extremely high. There was a lot of distrust with the legal system and with the police. Okay, Sounds familiar. Sounds familiar, right? (laughs) But the point being is that Daredevil and Punisher were created by Marvel to kind of represent what our society was feeling at that time in history. And so, yeah. But anyway, when he first made his appearance in that Daredevil series, On Netflix, and then Netflix cut the production for it, and then Disney went over and scooped up the uh, the rights for it. Okay, and now uh, they're going to re basically redux the series and reinvent it, and have it come out on Disney Plus. I think sometime in the middle of next year. I heard that the guy that got slashed too. I think
0: they're redoing it. it. Yeah, I heard that because uh, the screenings were were bad for I guess some of the you know some of the episodes or something. I don't know. There's we'll have to look into that story and we'll bring it to you guys. Uh, next time around, but I, yeah, I can't definitely. remember exactly why, but I think something happened. It got, it, I don't know if it completely got scrapped, but I think they're redoing some stuff on it. Anyway. Yeah, definitely. So this character, so um, so now we're introduced to Echo. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess, you know, she was slated to come out. This was probably uh, all pre-Hawkeye, right? Even when mm-hmm. they're making Hawkeye, they probably knew they were going to do a breakout yeah. series with her. Because, you know, her character was interesting, but I don't think she was breakout in Hawkeye. Nah. There's nothing... Nothing special about that. It was like, oh, wow, I wish she'd had her own series. You know what I mean? Yeah. She was
1: kind of, just kind of a little ancillary a character. Yeah. An ancillary character that just kind of flew under
0: the radar, so to yeah. speak. Yeah. But I guess the tie-in is because she's right there with... Uh, mm-hmm. um, Kingpin. Okay, so we saw the trailer. What'd you think? Oh boy, it looks
1: it looks intense. Yeah. At least from the footage
0: that we saw. If this is Disney Plus, I would say do not watch it with your kids because it's very adult. Very violent.
1: There's gonna be a lot of politically correct disclaimers attached with this series, (laughs) based on what we saw off the teaser, if that is true. Because yeah, like that first opening scene we see where Wilson Fisk goes and starts beating down that guy in front of a dumpster yeah. and just levels on him. I'm just like, whew, that's Wilson Fisk. A lot, right. a lot of blood, a lot a of lot blood, of, a lot of violence. Uh, it almost
0: looked like something that can be done
1: by Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> I
0: know, right? Yeah. Right? Reservoir dogs part two here. I don't well, know. I, don't know. I
1: don't know. Unless he's chopping off heads and unless there's blood know, there spewing might be, up. It
0: might be ears cut off. We
1: don't know what's happening. 3,000 F-bombs <laughs> being dropped. Who knows? Maybe. It's... Well, yeah. <laughs> F-bombs, no, not so much. But the, right? uh, the necklace of ears, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, right no all oh, the necklace of ears that's good <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh yeah so anyway so it looks it looks very interesting I don't know though I, I gotta be honest with you watching the trailer it didn't I'm not really hooked into the Kingpin character. Like, I didn't read the comic book, so Mm -hmm. I'm not hooked in. So I don't know for a person who is not a fan how, Mm -hmm. for me, it didn't really hook me in, put it that way.
1: Uh, Let me say this, Eric. Um, You were turned off a little bit by Ahsoka because you weren't familiar with the characters in that part of the Star Wars canon. Yeah. I will say this. If you aren't familiar with Wilson Fisk's character and with some of the elements from that part of the comics... Of the of the Marvel comics, then you may be a little bit lost. Yeah, on well, see that's Echo, the problem, and you know. we talked
0: about that. The other reason too with Ahsoka, it was a very yeah. very fixable problem. Fill us in, even if you're rehashing for the fans. Mm-hmm. Fill everybody else in as to what's going on. It would, it would, they, they could have done that in one episode. They, they would they should have done that in one episode, and condensed the other episodes, and they would have had a better result, mm-hmm. and used that time of that episode better. Um, and they could do that here. I just don't have... The problem is, too, going back to what we just talked about, I don't have... I would watch this if Mm -hmm. I thought that Disney was going to do a good series. Yeah, I didn't know anything about Andor. Andor was a smash. It was an amazing... It was a hit. Andor was great. It was amazing, in my opinion. That was a great series, and I didn't know anything about these characters. Mm -hmm. They could do the same thing here with Echo, but I just don't have the faith in them because of that, because it's almost like they put it up there for the fans... And the rest of us are just lost. Yep. The other thing that we talked about is that is this something we're going to have to watch if we want to watch a movie now? So we're going to have to watch Echoes because these characters will be some other characters that tie into their next Marvel movie, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I'm telling you, people are going to give up. They don't want to play that game. These should be kind of standalone series and standalone movies. And if you want to know mm-hmm. more, that should make you want to go see. Yeah. So let's yeah. say I don't watch Echo, but then I watch the new movie that comes out. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, wait, you know? That character is so awesome. I want to go back now and watch the series. Yeah, right. right? So, yeah. yeah, they're they're missing the boat big time on this. Mm-hmm. I think by yeah. by the way they play these. So anyway, you think uh, yeah. you're gonna watch it? You're not gonna watch it? And this is coming out in January too, by the way, folks. So we got a yeah. little bit of time, but it's, it's coming close though. Man, these holidays are flying
1: yeah. flying by right now. Obviously, I'll tune in and see what it's like, yeah. and uh, you know, judge for myself whether or not it's going to be good. But um, my and my hope for it is that you know. I'm not going to go on with any expectations. Let me just say that. Okay.
0: I'm going to say um, at this point, I'm almost checked out of the the uh, Marvel you, Universe. You uh, seem pretty winded. Uh, Loki <laughs> Loki is, is uh, you know, Loki, you're our only hope. Right. Loki, uh, right it feels <laughs> like it. Loki, is, I'm hanging in there. I like the character, and that's why, like you say, I like the actor. I like the character of yeah. Loki. Um, but um, I don't know if I can hang with any more of these Marvel shows. Um, it's getting, it's getting tougher. It is getting tougher, my friend. It is. I couldn't even, I couldn't even. Like I told you, Secret Invasion. I was like, oh, pff- after the first episode, I'm like. Trash, and I'll and I'll admit I I may be a little bit um a, a little prone to hearing other people talk about it and sure. think they say it's bad and then I'm already have that in my head and sure. so maybe there's a little bit yeah. of that going on but uh, anyway I uh, I will I don't know I might pass it, it looked pretty violent I mean that looked good I if, guess. You like violence, if you like then violence then I guess you'll like it yeah <laughs> if you like
1: violence we'll and blood pardon the interme- Uh oh wrong one hey that's our cue if you. <laughs> There you go. We went so long. We we're getting ready to start the show again, folks. Is right? that crazy? Nonstop.
0: We're on a marathon. That here, is folks. crazy. That's what happens when I talk Marvel. Everything. I just. I. I don't know. I get discombobulated. It's been a long day for it's him. It's been a long day for. Yes, me. it hey, has. Thank you guys for listening so much. Uh, please leave a review if yep. you can, and five stars would greatly help our show out. It's greatly appreciated. And uh, you guys, we will definitely catch you on the next one. Absolutely. God bless. See you on the flip side. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Now, I want you to go check out one of the other best podcasts around. It's called the No Focus Radio Hour. It has comedy and insight from the greatest minds in the know. And how do I know? Well, because I'm part of that great show also. So please go check it out. It's available on all your podcasting apps. The No Focus Radio Hour.